Hello, friends and family. Welcome back. We're continuing to work through Ernest from Earth, and we are on chapter 8. Dat and Ernest sat on a fallen tree just beyond the boundary of the forest. Their feet dangled as they swapped stories and anxiously waited for the sound of Dat's mother's whistle to signal supper. It was late afternoon, and the low angle of Targ's early evening sun set the daylight cutting through the trees, casting long shadows and shooting beams of light through openings in the forest canopy. Dat was wide-eyed as he eagerly asked Ernest questions about space travel and Earth, barely waiting for Ernest to field one question before throwing out the next. So there are other planets, like Earth and Targ? Dad continued. Planets with plants and animals and people? Yeah, Ernest replied. Hundreds of planets that we know about. Wow, Dad said, dreamily turning his gaze toward the sky. Ernest smiled and took the opening to ask a question of his own. Why are there always so many people at your house for supper? Well, Mom always says that her and Dad have a lot of love left to give, Dat replied. Ernest didn't understand, and he looked at Dat quizzically. Dat explained further. You see, my Mom and Dad wanted to have lots of kids, but they had a hard time getting pregnant. Doctors told my mom she probably wouldn't be able to have children, but she eventually got pregnant with me. It was a difficult pregnancy, and there were complications when I was born, but I made it. I don't know all the details, but I guessed after the problems with the delivery, Mom really wasn't able to have any more kids. Mom always says that her and Dad got such a great kid on the first time, it just wouldn't be fair to have any more. Of course, she says that when she's not scolding me for something. Either way, she says they just still had a, had a lot of love left to give other people. That's nice, Ernest said sincerely. Yeah, Dad shrugged. It's just the way it's always been. Since Mom's a teacher, she kind of knows when somebody in the community is struggling. Plus, my dad's a lawyer, so he's always working with people who have fallen on hard times. Ernest listened attentively as Dad continued. But folks always say that we're luckier than most. My mom doesn't make a lot of money teaching and dad does a lot of work for free, but they've got jobs and some property of their own. They say we've got a responsibility to help those who aren't as lucky as us. So we've just always had people coming over for supper and staying in the spare bedroom or sleeping on the couch. Dad drifted off for a second before adding, It's not safe to come downstairs in your underwear. There's always somebody around. The two boys laughed heartily, forgetting for a moment the oddity of their situation. Then Ernest asked, Why does your dad do so much work for free? Well, Dad contemplated. See, my dad is the first Red ever certified to practice law in the whole state. He mostly works with other Reds, who can't get representation in the other law firms or who don't have money to pay for any kind of lawyer. Ernest considered Dat's comments about his father. He also recalled Dat's earlier statement about choosing to be read. Ernest had a striking realization. It became clear that not all citizens on Targ possessed the red skin of his companion. 
and he surmised that having red skin came with challenges. An ache formed in the pit of Ernest's stomach as he reflected upon the history of Earth. Ernest opened his mouth to ask another question, but his train of thought was derailed by a distant whistling sound that echoed through the trees. That's my mom, that exclaimed, hopping down to the ground. We better go. Ernest jumped down from the tree and stood, frozen, afraid of the unknown world he was about to enter. Dad had already started running through the woods, and he stopped when he realized Ernest was not following. Come on, Dad encouraged, waving Ernest to join him. I would like to further object to this course of action, Otis announced. Ernest looked at the black bracelet from which the declaration emanated. He adjusted the wristband and examined the red covering that coated his hands. Ernest brought a finger to his ear, checked the position of the universal translator, and looked up at Dad, who was standing about 40 meters away waiting. Ernest let out a deep breath and said, Objection noted, before running to follow Dad. That is Chapter 8. Till next time, much love.